What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the AwesomeO.com NBA Strategy Show Tuesday morning, presented by Underdog Fantasy. I'm Dave Lochran, joined by Adam Share at Ship My Money DFS. Hit me up at Lafay underscore D, L O U G H Y underscore D. For those of you podcast listeners out there, what's going on, man? How you feeling? Pretty good. Uh, finally had a good NBA NBA night last night. Uh, it had been a while, so that feels good. Good. Yeah. Uh, interesting night for sure. Jason Tatum, 13 rebounds, so yeah, that didn't go as planned. No. Um, just to, as just a general point, it typically doesn't come up a lot in the postseason since you don't have a ton of injury news and, and all of that. Be ready to late swap. I was the only person in high stakes yesterday that played Steven Adams. He was 7% owned in, like, the large field $15 tournament. Probably one of the biggest, like, advantages all season long was just being around the late swap to Steven Adams yesterday. What was your swap given that you're still playing Tyus Jones, right? And he had yeah. a huge game. So, so it ended up not it, in like my $2,000 lineup. It ended up not even mattering because I swapped Kyle Anderson to Steven Adams. And I think Kyle Anderson ended up beating him by like three quarters of a point. But in like 150 max, I, I got like, you know, pretty much all of my loony became Adams. A lot of my Anderson became Adams, which you know, again, was a wash, but um, yeah. the point being, you can like, move Kaminga to Adams. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, some, can... yeah. I think some Kaminga became Adams. Um, the, the, the point being though, like you should never, if Steven Adams had been announced the starter, you know, at this time yesterday, he'd have been like 30, 40% owned. Yeah. Maybe more, yeah. honestly, maybe more. Yeah. It's, it's for sure. It's a good point. Uh, so you ended up getting a, a Boston win over Milwaukee. That series is knotted up at two. And then the Warriors pull off that three-point win against Memphis. Looks like they'll be packing, but 3-1 in that series. You got Philly, Miami, Dallas, Phoenix tonight. This is this has been fun. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny. I was thinking about this yesterday. It felt like you and I, because last week was weird. They had Tuesday was, was these two games. Thursday, uh, sorry, Wednesday was these two games. And then Thursday, we're, they didn't have any games at all. And then Friday were these two games again. So you and I have talked about this, this these games almost every single time. We haven't talked about the games much that we saw yesterday. But Philly and Miami, it was a 2-0 series. Looked like it was going to be you know a gentleman's sweep at best. That's knotted up 2-2. Two two. Dallas and Phoenix looked like it was going to go the same direction. And now that game... Both of these, both of these series are minimum six games right now. So two really fun games to watch tonight. Yeah, agreed. Um, glad and really glad to see that Boston win because I do have them at twenty-two to one. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that's nice. I, I, I don't know. Milwaukee, Milwaukee is uh, even without Middleton, man. What a team! When does he come back? Is the question. You get Middleton. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's probably going seven as well. We're gonna have. We're probably going to have outside of Golden State and outside of Golden State and Memphis, we at least have a game six for all of these, probably going to have a game seven for most of them. So 
I'm looking forward to it. Let's dive into it. Before we do, though, hit that thumbs up. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so yet. Greatly appreciated, and uh, it helps us a ton around here. So we got 200 people watching, 32 likes out of the gate. And uh, if you want to join, hit that join down below. Very simple. You get the free super chats each month, the custom emojis, and you get those sweet badges. I saw I saw someone yesterday saying he was iced up. Now, yeah, it's a great feeling. You get that one year badge, feel accomplished around this way. But anyway, join the awesome O team around here if you want. And I will always prioritize your questions and comments along with our premium super uh, premium Discord members. Let's jump straight into this one. Philly. Oh wait, did you see the uh, did you see the Dylan Brooks step back three like in crunch time? With the game on the line? No, I pa I passed out last night. There was no way I was getting through that. Oh, so uh, Dylan Brooks was just you know doing Dylan Brooks things all game. I think he shot like three for seventeen or something. But there, I don't remember what the score was. It was like a one point game or a tie game or something with like under a minute left, early in the shot clock, and Dylan Brooks just takes a step back three. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously misses it. <laughs> oh God! Oh, it's like the West. Remember the Westbrook three? Uh, in overtime do you not remember that it, it was a westbrook three he, he he brought them all the way back uh he was playing great basketball and then just decided to take a contested three from like 30 feet out and in overtime and everyone's like ah oh, dude you were doing so well <laughs> but yeah, he, he would do he would do that with the wizards like it got to the point when, when the wizards because you remember the end of the year he was with the wizards they went on that run just to like get to the postseason and he would play so good for like 46 minutes and then it would be like a two-point game, and he would like look off Bradley Beal and chuck a three. Yeah, and it's just like, no, what are we doing, man? Just keep keep just doing what you do. Been what doing you before. were doing exactly. <laughs> I will have to walk away from the screen for a moment. Uh, everything's made to break these days, fellas. I got a brand new washer and dryer. Well, two and a half years, but that's still pretty new. You know, you go to the parents' house, right? You go to the parent. How long did your parents have the same fridge or washer and dryer as a kid? Forever, right? They don't really break. Yeah, really long time. Am I wrong though? Like, do they? Do they? They may have new ones now, but I go into a lot of parents' houses. They still got the washer and dryer from like the '90s, and they work better than the shit that I just bought. I think. I think my. I could be wrong. Like, it's possible I just don't remember it being replaced. But I'm pretty sure my mom's house still has the same washer and dryer, and they still work. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. I mean, they're ugly as hell, but nobody looks at them. I go out and get new ones and and they they send me a text like, yeah, it's 200 for this. It's going to be another 50, uh, 60 for this, 50 if we need two people. And then and then not including parts. I hung the phone up on them. and then <laughs> and then they, I did. Fuck you, dude. And then he calls back and he's like, OK, well, we 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 can do this one for free. Like, yeah, that's absurd. The, the, the two year warranty and then things just happen to break right afterwards. But anyway, he's going to be here. I even though I requested after one o'clock, he's going to be here in like 10 minutes. So I'm just going to set him up. You'll be good to, to rattle off some numbers here, right? Yeah, of course. All right. And Jordan, just or don't just leave an empty chair. What's that? I said, or just argue with chat, whatever. Yeah, argue with chat is fine with me, but don't argue in chat. Like actually talk. I, I can't. I can't come back to silence. I'm yeah. yeah so me. I'll just I'll verbally say how dumb Josh was for not that, playing more Stephen Adams yesterday. Oh man, you this this now that's this you and Josh. Oof, it's getting ugly. He. Let's talk I, I kind about, of feel bad because he actually took the, took the L already in chat, so that was kind of just overboard. But did he? Yeah. Well, kind of. He still thinks that Steven Adams gets like played off the floor in this series, but he took the L that he totally was wrong on him yesterday. Okay. All right, Josh. I had no idea what to think with Steven Adams. Honestly, like I really did. I mean, once, once he was starting, I just, no, I'm sorry. I meant, I meant before, like we had questions in, in, in oh, chat yeah. on the strategy show yesterday asking us about that. Yeah. I mean, we, we talked about it a lot. Like it was possible that he would start because like, it's just a different, you know, different personnel with Tyus Jones out there than than Ja. Um, I, I was I was completely happy with the way I approached it. Like, if I had projected Stephen Adams to start because I thought there was some chance, then I'm just putting myself in a situation where I'm going to end up with a ton of Stephen Adams. And if he doesn't start, I have to swap him to like Kavon Looney and shit. Whereas I knew I was going to be getting to Kyle Anderson and Kavon Looney 
Kaminga, those guys anyway, it's a lot easier to then just redo everything and swap it all to Steven Adams. Um, so like, even though I didn't, I, I didn't project Steven Adams for a single minute and he still ended up being my third, like prior to the slate starting, he still ended up being my third highest own guy. All right. Let's talk about Philly. James Harden coming off a, a vintage game. I think I mentioned it to you yesterday, but what was really interesting about that is that Bam really did make it physically impossible to get any entry passes to Embiid late. So it's going to be interesting to see what we get out of Harden in this game. He had a, over a 32% usage rate last game, 41% assist rate, 12% rebound rate. So it wasn't like he only was scoring. He went back, he reverted back to the Harden that was doing everything. Um, how do we want to get to him or what do we want to do? I, I don't want to overreact to this, but it was really nice to see him aggressive because if he's aggressive, I don't care if he's missing shots as long as he's taking them and he's $8,900 that, that changed my, I'll be honest, even though it's one game, it definitely changed my perception on he can still do this. I don't know if he will do it, but he can still do it. And we saw that last time out. Yeah. I mean, it was certainly good to see, you know, you had uh, in that game, Harden with a 32% usage rate, which by his standards, you know, that's still not crazy high, but given that he had been around, you know, like 24% in the series coming in, that's certainly a, a nice bump. And it's nice to see, like you said, that, that he can do it. Um, I, I, I don't think I was quite as surprised as you, like, I still thought it was there and I don't necessarily think it's going to be a consistent, a consistent thing even in this matchup, but the price tag also came down a bit as well. So like 8,900, I still think looks pretty good for someone that's going to average your, you know, typically is going to play around 40 minutes. Um, you know, it, it's a price point where like he doesn't need to do a whole lot more than a fantasy point per minute to be a decent play on a two game slate at 8,900. And he is certainly capable of doing a lot more than that. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He is. At 8,900. Yeah. It's just one of those spots that's going to be tough to get away from. Now, what about Embiid, who his price has come down. He's been, you know, fine in these two games back in terms of, like, how he looks. But I'm not sure what Miami does today. I'm not sure what Spolstra's adjustments are when you look at they really did a good job of preventing Embiid from getting the ball. He had thirty; he had like thirteen or fifteen points in the first uh, quarter, and then second half, he even though Bam was in foul trouble, Joel Embiid was was a lot less effective as a scorer and only attempted thirteen shots. He did get to the line a lot, but uh, I think you you get what I'm saying here: is what do they do differently, or do they do anything differently, and just hope that maybe on the other side they'd start knocking shots down. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of my expectation. Um, they shot poorly. I think, you know, the game being at home and them probably naturally just uh, shooting better is probably the game plan. Um, I think that, you know, you can kind of expect similar rates, similar production from Embiid. So far in the series now, he's played 74 minutes. He's averaged 1.03 DraftKings points per minute, 27% usage rate, 19% rebounding percentage. The salary on him has come down to where I'm certainly interested in tournaments, but you do need to keep in mind that one, it's a difficult matchup. And you could certainly see Miami continue to try to limit Embiid and, you know, maybe, you know, kind of force more of a workload to Harden. But two, he is playing with a torn thumb and a broken face. You know, he's, I, I don't know how to quantify, like, I obviously don't have any data on, like, what Joel Embiid's normal rates are with a broken face. But I, I think it's likely that it's less than normal by, by, by some amount. And then the matchup also lowers it. So at 10K, certainly a strong option. But, you know, I think just kind of keep your expectations in check relative to what you would normally expect from Embiid. The rest of Philly, break it down. I'll be right back. I think I hear somebody at the door. So apologies, but uh, everybody else, take it from here. I'll be like two minutes. All right, cool. We'll just sit in silence till you get back. Please. 
Please don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so I mean, for the rest of the team, like Harden and Embiid are obviously, I think, the ones that stand out relative to salary. Um, in tournaments, you still can take some shots at Tobias Harris at 7,100, uh, Tyrese Maxey at 6,800. Those guys are still going to play a lot of minutes. It's just with Embiid and with Harden, the usage for them is going to be even less predictable. You're going to get you know fewer um just fewer looks in general, but the minutes should still be there and the price tags are reasonable. Uh, you got 42 minutes from Maxi last game, only a 15% usage rate though. Uh, Harris also a 15% usage rate in about 35 minutes. So they're more like last piece type in mid-range guys that I think you can still play, but it's just, you know, you can't be that confident in their production. And then Danny Green, you know, rounding out the starting five, anybody that's played DFS for any amount of time, I think kind of knows what you're expecting from Danny Green at this point. He's probably going to play anywhere from like 24 to 34 minutes. On average, I expect 28 to 30. He's going to live and die by if his three-pointers fall and if he happens to run into a couple of steals. So it's a risky play. It's not a good matchup. But 4,500, you know, the minutes should still be there. And it kind of just makes him look like an, an okay option. Um, so I think it's kind of, you know, Embiid and Harden at the top, Harris, Maxey, obviously look, I think actually look better relative to salary than green does just because their minutes are, are so steady but from a roster construction standpoint i wouldn't be surprised if green is actually a little bit more useful just because he's cheaper um after those guys you kind of run out of options on philly i think you know you're gonna get like last game you got 13 minutes from milton 15 from thibault 10 from reed uh niang actually got back to playing 21 that was nice to see but uh he also benefited from danny green being in foul trouble so i'm not reading too much into that uh, i really think that beyond the five starters it's difficult to get to much of anything from the sixers yeah and yang was one of those situations where he benefited from green getting in foul trouble i'm back by the way uh yeah so I talking. yeah thanks uh he, he benefited from green being in, in that foul trouble but at the same time he had a nice stretch there where i think doc just decided to leave him on the floor for a little bit so I, that's not something I would look at as, I, and I think you were alluding to that. Like, I don't think we're just expecting Yang to get another 21 minutes here. So, yeah, I mean, Green played 24. If you assume Green, let's say he's playing 30, that's six minutes right there, which would knock Yang down to 15. Um, and then, you know, you're kind of just playing the game of does, does he get those? Does Green play more than 30? Does this Ible play a little bit more? Like, any of those things are possible. On the other side of this one, and we do have free content today, by the way, for those of you wondering, player projections for the NBA, player projections for MLB, PGA, player rankings, NHL top stacks, all of that, 100% free. But I would, I would say take advantage of the fact that our Luca promo, still going, gives you seven days for $7. Seven days for $7. What? What? Talk to me. Is it over? Hold on. I, I didn't see an end date on that. This show was going a lot better when you were getting your refrigerator fixed. <laughs> it's not a refrigerator. Dryer, washer, whatever. Ah, you're right, Jordan. It expired. Uh, hopefully you took advantage of that. Hopefully you're not an idiot and took advantage. <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. Well, it's over now. But yeah, shocked that Adam wasn't listening when I was telling a riveting washer and dryer story. So it's not going. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it. Yo, next time, I'm telling you, I don't care. If you come in and correct me, if you come on with the mic, correct, just, just do it. It's fine. As long as you're right, don't be wrong about it. Don't, don't commit. <laughs> but if you're right, I, we're all good. I make mistakes here. But check out the free content we got on the site today. NBA player projections, NHL uh, play, top stacks, PGA player rankings, and MLB player projections. Talk to me about Jimmy Butler on the other side of this one. This guy has been fantastic, dude. 40 points again. He's got 73 of the Heat's, like, 180-some points over the past two games. He's been absurd. Yeah, he's playing out of his mind. And, he, you know, usage rate is up in the series. He's playing really well. Rebounding is up. Um, it's kind of just across the board been, a you know, a really, really good series, a really good postseason in general uh, for Jimmy Butler in this series, 147 minutes, 1.34 DraftKings points per minute, 29% usage rate, 30% assist percentage, 12% rebounding percentage, just really, you know, getting it done across the board, playing big minutes as well. The price tag has gone up now. Like you, you keep seeing the gap kind of like increase between him and James Harden. 
Um, last game, it was a couple hundred dollars. Now you're talking $600. I do think that typically is just going to keep the ownership on Butler a little bit lower than Harden, but it also just makes it more and more difficult to get to Butler. I still think he's he's a good option at 9,500 just based on what he's done all postseason long, the minutes he's playing, what he's done in this series. Um, but, you know, again, it's just getting harder and harder to get there when he's $500 less than Embiid and $600 more than, than James Harden. Grand attractions. Lavi didn't read his script. I don't have scripts. Scripts. Come on. Guy, tell me I got to read a script. <laughs> Everything I do is unscripted. Hence it's, why it's I fuck up evident. all the time. <laughs> everybody else for uh, the Miami Heat are questionable, like everybody. Although I will say, the only one that's legit right now, unless you have differing opinion, is is Kyle Lauer. Like he tweaked that he tweaked that hamstring again. He looked terrible in Game Four, uh, truly terrible. But every like okay, Hero, Struess, Tucker, Vincent, Martin, Deadman. These guys are all questionable. But the the biggest one, and Deadman has an illness with Kyle Lowry. I think it's totally possible he doesn't play. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I don't know that it's a certainty like everybody else that he's going to. Yeah, it seems like a true Q tag, whereas everybody else, I think they're just messing around and still listing them on the injury report. Um, the Deadman piece is actually important, I think, because so with him out last game, they didn't replace him with a big. Like Yurtseven didn't play. Markeith Morris played three and a half minutes. As a result, it made it easier for Oladipo to get the 32 minutes. Um, Gabe Vincent also only played 10, so that – you know, help Oladipo get there as well. But that is kind of a piece where I think, like, if Lowry, if everybody's in, Lowry's in, Deadman's in, all the questionable guys are in, you still get that upside from Oladipo where if he plays well and Lowry, you know, re-aggravates it again and Oladipo gets more minutes, whatever, he can get there. But I'd be really cautious of expecting a lot out of Oladipo if Deadman's back because um, if you give him, give Deadman, like, 10 minutes, Looking at what happened last game, I think that basically just comes straight out of Victor Oladipo's rotation. With the exception being that uh, he closed the game, but that was over Tucker and Lowry. So, like, again, you would need Lowry to probably be hurt. Yeah. Uh, somebody was saying that, <clears throat> excuse me, that the heat, I don't, I think he was saying the heat went small. Bam was in significant foul trouble. So, uh, I mean, you had, and, and of course, I guess you're talking about, why didn't they have the, the thing I also did you by any chance see the block that Embiid had on on Morris I no. mean truly the most deflating the most deflating thing ever and then Morris just fell over I saw somebody right? tweet that Morris had whiplash again oh man he just fell over and, and nothing went well for that fella but do you I don't know. I, I guess when it comes down to it, Tyler Hero has been one of those guys who he is he has been bad in these last two games. And defensively, he's not exactly a stud. Every, all, all the Miami fans out there are just freaking out that Duncan Robinson's not getting minutes uh, because he's I actually he was on this team. What? I forgot he was on the team. Yeah, he hasn't. He has. He's played one minute in the series. Literally one minute in the series. And, you know, it's funny because remember he played 23 minutes in that opening game against Atlanta and shot eight for nine from three. Uh, he's been a ghost since then. But I, I don't know. I, th their shooting from beyond has been so bad that people are asking for more Duncan Robinson. So I wouldn't be surprised if there is a little, not because the fans are asking for it, but because they've shot so poorly, if that continues early on, if there is a little shakeup and maybe you do get some, some Robinson in there and things look a little bit differently, but I don't think it's really pertinent from a DFS standpoint. Yeah, I agree. I mean, if it happens, it happens. Um, I, I just really think the big to, to me out of these, out of like the secondary guys here, the biggest question mark is Oladipo because like Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch -ch -chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. If Flowery's out, Oladipo looks great at 5,300. If Deadman's out, he doesn't look great, but he looks there, – there's at least a path there because they can, you know, go small again, give more minutes to Oladipo. Like you said, you did have the BAM foul trouble, foul trouble also. Um when Bam fouled out early, or not fouled out, when Bam subbed out early in the third quarter, it was Oladipo who came in. You went with those small lineups. So you got the extra run for Oladipo there. You got extra run at the end when uh, he subbed in for P.J. Tucker in the starting lineup and Lowry wasn't out there because he was banged up. So it, if Deadman's out, it does at least sort of open paths for Oladipo. And then if you take, you know, again, if you take Lowry out, Oladipo is going to look great. So I just think that's a really big spot to pay attention to the news because we saw it two games ago when Oladipo was like, 26% owned or something in the game where Lowry came back. Um, it was absurd, like how popular he was. And it seems like people just kind of don't understand how rotations work. And so I think this is another spot where if Lowry's in, if Deadman's in, if everybody's in, there's probably a pretty good chance you get too much ownership on Old Depot again. Anything else from Miami you want to hit on? Um, I mean, Bam's still fine at, um, at 7,200. Like that's a cheap price tag for him should play 33, 34 minutes. Uh, I think that Butler and Bam to me are the top two guys. And then, you know, Hero, if Lowry's in, I'm still pretty hesitant to go there, but he is cheap. If Lowry's out again, I like Oladipo. Struess and Tucker sort of like last guys in. Um, and if Deadman's back, 3K flat to play 10, 11 minutes, um, certainly not something that you're going crazy for, but uh, it, it's a decent pivot away from JaVale McGee. All right, Dallas and Phoenix. One down, one to go. And remember, our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy, got some great stuff going on over there. I saw another – I know you saw it in our Hall of Fame channel, Jordan, another screenshot from Underdog, uh, someone that just signed up a couple of weeks ago, raking over there. Underdog Fantasy, they got nightly contests for NBA, which I think people assume that they just do these huge fantasy – or best ball NFL contests, which they do, $10 million prize pool. Absurd. But also a like 25k Tuesday night hoops, 5k up top. Um, they have props, they have they have prop contests, player prop contests, and a whole lot more. Very cool site, underdogfantasy.com, or just download it in the app. Everything looks good too. It's not one of these, you know, sites that looked like it it was put together with 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 duct tape. It is very solid. You'll like playing there. You get a hundred dollar first time deposit match. Uh, up to $100, they'll double it when you use the promo code AWESEMO, A-W-E-S-E-M-O. Whether you're in the basketball or you're already getting into football and, and ready to dive into the biggest best ball contest literally ever created in, in, in any space, well, Underdog Fantasy is the place to be. And familiarize yourself with it too and the format and all of that as we head into the summer months and late spring months, underdogfantasy.com. Use that promo code AWESEMO. They'll double your first deposit up to $100 when you sign up and deposit for the first time. All right, let's go Dallas here. Luka Doncic has a 43% usage rate. He's just, uh, for all intents and purposes, the best player on every slate right now, unless he's on the same slate as Giannis. But I know, he, I know his last three games haven't been exceptional, understand that but if you still look at his shot volume and the usage there's still all of the volume there and all of the playing time there save for you know the one foul trouble game and and the blowout that that 70 80 fantasy point game is still always there yeah that that's always there and once again he just pretty clearly projects as the top scorer on the slate you know Embiid is sort of close, I guess. Butler's, you know, a bit behind Embiid. But um, Doncic, I think, pretty clearly the the top projected guy. You do have that $1,400 gap now between him and Embiid. And you don't have the same level of value on this slate that you did yesterday where it just made it extremely easy to get to Giannis. You know, here there is at least some merit to saying, okay, if Luka goes for 58, 60, something like that, maybe I can make up for it if 
JaVale McGee sucks and Cameron Payne sucks and Maxi Kleba, who's gotten more expensive anyway, sucks. Um, you know, you can make some strong lineups where you go, you know, Harden and Bam and, you know, Butler or Aiton or something like that, going a little bit more balanced. There's at least a case to be made for that today. Whereas I thought yesterday with Giannis, that was pretty much absurd. Like I had 100% Jones, I had 95% Giannis. Yeah. Um, you know, here, I don't think you necessarily need to, to go that extreme on Luca just because the value is not as good, but still the top projected guy on the slate. And there's nothing negative to say about Luca himself. If you can get to Luca, get to Luca. It's just a matter of the value isn't nearly as strong as it was yesterday. How about the rest of, of this team? You know, one, one actually that I think I'm looking at unders on today is Spencer Dinwiddie, because if you look at his minutes, Maxi Kleba has closed back-to-back games, dude. And it's not just like he's closing these games and playing little minutes. Otherwise, He's played 34 and 33 minutes now in both of those wins. Dinwiddie's minutes from game one down to four have trended down, down in each one. 30, 28, 24, and 19 last game where he barely played in the second half. Now, granted, most of, a lot of his minutes are without Luka, but it is becoming very interesting how the formula for kid has been less Dinwiddie and just more Dinwiddie with Luka off the floor when he's out there. Yeah, uh, fewer minutes for, for Dinwiddie recently. You know, you're still getting a ton from the other starters. Uh, Davis Bertans, is, he, he played in the second half last game, you know, got 12, 13 minutes. Um, and then Nilakina has been in the rotation a little bit. I think that's squeezing Dinwiddie uh, a bit as well. Um, but yeah, it makes it really tough to get there because you and I had talked about it before. Um, you know, the price tag is coming down a little bit. But with Dinwiddie, the two options basically are either he plays fewer minutes, but the majority of those minutes or at least, you know, like half of those minutes or whatever minutes Luca's not on the floor um, are, are without Luca and he's a little bit more productive or he plays more minutes, but those minutes are just all coming with Luca and Brunson. And you're talking about somebody that doesn't really do anything when he's out there. So it makes it really, really difficult. I think to like Dinwiddie um, as anything aside from just, it's a two game slate and I'm going to run out of players. So I'll probably have a little bit. Right. When it comes to guys like Bullock, though, and and DFS, you know, and and the obvious the guys that you and I have talked about every day, every day, almost every day now for a while, that they're just kind of there, but they're also getting a lot of minutes. Uh, how do they play into to your lineup making tonight? And and honestly, I know Maxi Kleber's prices come up, but if he keeps playing 33, 34 minutes off the bench, it's it's at least interesting. I'll be right back. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think these guys are kind you of hear the, me? what. You hear me? I'll be right back. Keep going. Yeah, that's yeah, that's what I was talking. Um, these guys are kind of the most useful value on the slate in terms of like you know obviously you can't just play a bunch of five K guys and still get Luca in and still get you know the other pieces that you want around them, but there's just not good cheap value on the slate, so it makes these five K guys look a little bit more important. It's not that you're super excited about paying fifty one hundred for Kleba or fifty two hundred for Bullock or. 5,900 for Finney Smith, but you can expect 38 to 40 minutes from Bullock and Finney Smith. Um, Finney Smith's at 0.71 DraftKings points per minute in the series. Bullock's at 0.58, but just given how many minutes they're going to play, it still makes them look decent. Kleba getting a ton of minutes. Um, he's now played 119 minutes in this series, so averaging about 30 minutes per game, 0.79 DraftKings points per minute. Price tag's coming up a little bit, but there's no real reason to think that those minutes are going anywhere unless he gets into foul trouble. You know, Dwight Powell is not a fit in this series. I'm kind of, I'm kind of surprised he's even still starting. Uh, maybe that changes today, but um, I, I feel very comfortable with Kleba's minutes as long as he's able to avoid foul trouble. So I think all of those guys end up being just pieces that you use kind of like as a last guy in to, to help you get to, you know, what you want to get to. Um, I do think Brunson with the exception of Luca, I think Brunson's actually the top guy here. You know, he's still getting a ton of minutes. You had seen him in some foul trouble early on in the series, but uh, last game played 37, 38 minutes. He's only 6,400. So the price tag actually came down a little bit from where it was earlier on. Um, 0.86 DraftKings points per minute for Brunson, 26.5% usage rate in this series. Uh, again, outside of Luca, Brunson's my favorite guy here. And then I think it's just kind of Kleba, Bullock, Finney Smith rounding out lineups. If you are playing 150 lineups and you need to take a dart throw on somebody cheap and, you know, you don't want to go to Deadman or you don't happen to want to go to McGee or Payne in that lineup, Berton's playing 12, 13 minutes. Like you can hope he knocks down a few threes, gets you like 14 fantasy points and you move on. Um, like if he basically, if he, be, if he just beats McGee, you're probably in good shape, McGee and Payne. But um, certainly that's a 150 max type play. And even then, I don't know if I'll actually get to any. 
There was a sock in the drain. So you just bitched for five minutes about how they don't make things correctly anymore, and it's because you put a sock in the drain? No, I didn't physically stick a sock into the drain, bro. When the when the water, the water, you know how you know how you have water in a in a washing machine. I have because absolutely no idea how a washing machine. You works. know how you know how well you know there's water in there because it gets how they get clean, right? You're familiar yeah, with that. Yeah, there's right? water okay. and then you put in detergent. Yeah. So okay, we're step one. <laughs> <laughs> so before the spin cycle, the water drains out. Must have sucked. It's my daughter's. My daughter's sock. They're like this big. Uh, so yeah, it was free though. So I just tipped him. There you go. That's a win. Yeah. All right. That's always my biggest fear with like telling, like even, even renting, you're like hitting up my landlord and be like, Hey, blah, blah, blah. not working. I'm like, they're going to come out and it's gonna be some dumb shit where it's just like, yeah, like, like that at least was an actual thing. Like I'm just always afraid they're going to come out and be like, um, your air conditioner is not working because you didn't turn it on. Yeah. Right. <laughs> your air conditioner is not working because you have it on heat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, do you have window units or you have central? Central. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that that's good. Okay. That's, that's good. Dude, no, yeah. I physically took a, I went behind there and put a sock in the, in the drain, but yeah, that's, that's funny, man. Wouldn't drain. And now we're, now we're good to go. Simple as that. He was here for like 20 minutes, not even 20 minutes. These guys, these guys are good. All right. So I'm assuming you just covered all of Dallas. I actually heard most of it. <laughs> So I did, uh, I was, you know, I was in the Mike, Mike said, sir, you have a flat screen TV in your drain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Phoenix Suns. Oh, and hit that thumbs up too. Sorry for me uh, being more aloof than usual today. Pulling someone called you aloof yesterday on the stream. I said, yeah, he is kind of, he is kind was that of like the third time that I just was zoned out, not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was trying to get baseball line. Oh, that actually, that was a different show. So that, I can't even use that excuse. Mr. The- nice guy. Lafayette, was that your special sock breaking washer? My daughter's <laughs> sock, man. Come on. Have some tact. I mean, <laughs> this guy. Have some tact. Almost at 100 likes, though. Appreciate that. 400 something people watching. Let's talk about the rest of this one with the Phoenix Suns. Get down to business. Chris Paul fouls out last game. Um, his his wife and kids physically assaulted. That story Wait, just keeps getting weirder. I'm just joking. I don't really think don't, they were assaulted. I mean, well, well did you see the, the most second. recent. Sorry. Did you see what Chris Paul's mom said? No. So, and by let me let me paraphrase or let me let me. Um, set this up just by saying i don't actually know what happened all i saw was i i, I skimmed a, a statement from dallas and it was something like an unwanted hug or, or something but did they actually like hurt them or push them tell me what chris paul's mom said chris paul's mom said that this kid was clearly drunk and just kept like tapping her on the shoulder and saying happy mother's day and like she kept asking him to stop and he just kept like tapping her on the shoulder um but then the weird thing too is like I don't know if you saw the video or the, it wasn't the video. I don't think like the still frame um, of like when the kid's mom is like kind of escorting him out and like everyone around the son's bench is just like glaring at this kid, but the kid was like 15. So, or looked like 15, maybe he was 22 or something, but like, do you think he knew it was Chris Paul's mom and kids? I, yeah. I no idea. Like my, my guess is he probably was like, just like if he was drunk, he probably was just being annoying to whoever. Was That's what I was it. thinking. It happened to be Chris Paul's mom. And then Chris Paul, you know, reacts because his mom is pissed off. Like, because you could see Chris Paul, like in the video, like looking into the stands and see, like, you know, probably just that his mom is upset with. This could be. Yeah. Door. Yeah. I, I, I know very few. I know what very few parents look like in the league. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, Hari Nurkic, I would I would know Hari Nurkic for sure. I would just be like, that is a giant dude. And then somebody would say, oh, yeah, it's Jokic's dad. And we, all right, that makes sense. 
Nurkic, not Jokic. Oh, Nur- Nurkic is that, yeah, yeah. Remember Nurkic yeah. is that? The, yeah, the, 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 cop the, that, the cop, yeah. The that beat up like eight people at one t- at the same time? Yeah. Uh, I would know Le- LeVar Ball is actually really funny in this commercial. Did you see the LaMelo Ball commercial? The uh, It's for one of the phone services, right? Yeah, and and I think, it, or it's like progressive or phones or something, yeah. Yeah, but but he's like AT&T, the, the, Jordan, is like the, sale, the salesman. Yeah, where he's like, I'm going to be up there. And it's yeah. like employee of the week and LeVar comes by. He's like, see, my son can do anything or something <laughs> like that, which is funny. Like you're joking about yourself, but yeah, I don't know. Um, no, yeah. the, 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 my interpretation from the very little that I know about the Chris Paul thing, probably some drunk kid being an asshole, tapping just what happened to be the lady to his left. It was Chris Paul's mom. I can relate it to the numerous times in high school where like I'd go to like a like an opposing team's like a rival baseball game with a few of my friends be sitting there talking about how much I hate this kid on the other team, how much I think he sucks. And the mom in front of me would turn around and be like, that's my son. And it's like, oh, well, sorry. didn't know what his mom looked like. I feel like that's probably the same thing with like this kid. Yeah. Tapping some lady and happens to be Chris Paul's mom. Kid seems like an asshole anyway. Sure. But thank you. You're welcome. Very nice guy. Very nice guy. Uh, tipped him handsomely for that in and out didn't bother me that's how work should be done all right so no tapping someone on the shoulder is not physical assault it's i mean and again i wasn't there i don't know what happened my assumption if you're on the basketball court and so so some dude is just annoying the hell out of your mom you don't know what's going on she reacts you look up and you just see some kid messing with your mom what are you what are you gonna do yeah, sure. Uh, look, you know, this happened not long ago. This happened like a week ago with Mike Tyson where that guy was bothering him and he turned around and just started punching. Him. And I am well, 100%. Sir. I'm on Mike Tyson's side with that 100%. one, 100%. I really am. Do you blame him? No, not at all. And do, he clearly showed restraint because that kid's still breathing. I think that kid was on mushrooms too. I said, I saw something that he was, that he was tripping face. And, and what a hard, I'm telling you right now, if, if I'm tripping on mushrooms, the last thing I want to do is pick a fight with Mike Tyson. Right. I, I just don't think that would end well psychologically, but like you said, <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson could have taken that a, a couple steps further for sure. I, I, I had this really bad trip and there was just giant monster just wailing away on me. No, bro. It was actually Mike Tyson on an airplane. Say that again. I said the, the kid on mushrooms is just sitting there like, man, I'm having this really bad trip. Oh, yeah. Like this monster <laughs> wailing away on my face. <laughs> exactly. And could you imagine eating not this? I know you haven't done it, but eating mushrooms and being on a, a commercial flight. Like, are you kidding me? Right. Oh, that sounds horrible. Anyway. Uh, Sean Jay, just talk to the kid, man. Not an issue. A man should always remain in frame. Stop getting him up. He was he, that that was going on for a while. That was going on for a while, a while. I don't know. I, I think I think I think physical physical altercations can solve some things. Well, yeah, I'm not sure if he's talking about the Chris Paul one or the Mike Tyson one, but. Oh, well, the Chris Paul one's diff. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I can... like Chris, it's not like Chris Paul did anything physical. He just started yelling at the kid. And, right. Know, eight rows of people between them. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Mike Tyson, I think went really easy on the guy. Yeah. I mean, that's, those are love taps from Mike Tyson. If you saw his face. Yeah. How else should we approach Phoenix today? What, 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 if we're at the top, Devin Booker and Chris Paul, Chris Paul's price point keeps coming down. And in this series, you know, he's been outside of one game, wildly underwhelming. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul. No, I, I know, I know. I, I caught it. You gave me PTSD for the past. Couple <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the AK price tag, though, I think still looks good. It's just, it, it kind of depends on what builds you're going with, I think. You know, because if you're going Luka, then obviously that's going to force you down to some of the questionable value. It's going to force you to some of those uh, cheaper Mavs guys. But if you are going balanced, even though Paul hasn't been very good in the series. He's still averaging 1.06 DraftKings points per minute. He still has a 23% usage rate and a 26% assist percentage. So the upside's very clearly there. And 
he's only 8K. So if you're like, and not to say you can't play him with Luca, like obviously you can, but you just have fewer roster spots in that 8K range if you're going to Luca. Um, but the reason that I like him in balance builds is when you think about, you know, again, if, if you're going balanced, if you're not playing Luca, I don't think you're really approaching it saying like, okay, well, if Luca scores 40 point, 40 fantasy points, I'm in great shape because that's like so unlikely to happen. But you're thinking more like, let's say Luca goes for 50, 55, 57, something like that. Um, Chris Paul is someone that can actually get into that range, you know, when he plays well. Obviously, Devin Booker is someone that can do that as well. Uh, he's only $600 more. I think he's going to be more popular. I think he should be. But Chris Paul does still at least give you that high-end, you know, range of outcomes. Devin Booker, how do we – this is this is kind of a, a good way to look at this one, I think, for today since it's only two games. How does Devin Booker stack up against guys like – I'll throw Paul in here too. Let me go into a range, Okay. How does he fall into, or how does he do prioritize a guy like him compared to Paul to Harden, who's only three hundred dollars more? Uh, Butler is nine hundred dollars more, but he's still, you know, a lot less than Luca and five hundred less than Joel Embiid. So, so among those four players, where's Booker stand for you? So I think that I, I do like Booker a little bit more than Paul. Again, just assuming ownership is is about the same. Um, if if it's not, you know, I don't think there should be like a huge gap between them. Right now, we have. Booker at 40%, and we have Paul at 30. Uh, so, you know, if you have a lineup where you already have a lot of popular guys, maybe you go Paul, but it's not like it's a huge gap there. Um, so I do like Booker a little bit more. You know, he's at 1.1 DraftKings points per minute in the series, 30% usage rate, 25% assist percentage. I think he's similar to Harden. You know, the matchup isn't quite as scary for, for Booker. Uh, the usage rate's a little bit higher. He's probably playing similar minutes. He's a little bit cheaper. Um, so I would give him a slight edge just based on the salary. And then him versus Butler, I think, is really difficult just because the gap is so big in salary. I think Butler projects better, but not by probably not by enough to justify a $900 price difference. And that's one reason why when we talked about Butler, I said that I still like him a lot in terms of just I think he's going to have a good game. And if he gets into my lineups, then sure. But it's just really tough to grab Jimmy Butler at a higher price point than all of Harden, Booker, Paul. And... Um, you know, uh, uh, bam, you know, other guys and, and say like, yeah, I'm confident he's just going to beat this entire tier. That's a good way to look at it. Sean Dre, by the way, I agree with you that, that you know, 99% of the time, uh, conflict should be solved nonviolently, but don't use Will Smith as an example of why you shouldn't do that. Will Smith uh, couldn't take a joke, okay? And, and, and don't know, but it was about his, it was still a joke about his wife, soon to be ex-wife. So um, no, that, that's a bad example, but I would agree with you. Almost all of the time, that stuff is, is insanely unnecessary. However, you start messing with somebody's mom, even if, I, I'll, I'll be, dude, I don't know about you, but if I saw someone in my mom's there and they're just poking her and talking in her ear and constantly badgering her, First, I would come up and approach them and tell them to back off. But if they continue doing it, you're going to have to do something. If, of course, he had security there and everything, but you're not always in a situation where you have security. Yeah, one, you're going to just see red. And two, it's not like Chris Paul was like trying to get into the stand swinging. He was yelling at the kid and you know trying to get to it. Like, I, I didn't see anything wrong with the way Chris Paul reacted. Yeah, me neither. Like, me neither. Yeah, like you, I, I'm with you. You know, he if security and three rows of people weren't there, um, you know, he gets to the kid and then, you know, you take it from there. It's not like he was trying to, you know, sprint in like swinging, like no questions asked or anything. Right. And uh, someone, you're right. It was, you're right. J she couldn't take the joke. And Will Smith looked over and was like, Oh no, huh. I got to do something. And then just looked absurd. By the way, is that who's worse? Who's worse, his kid or Mahomes' brother? Who? Wait, whose kid? Who's worse, Will Smith's kid or Patrick Mahomes' brother? I don't know anything about Will Smith's kid. Really? No. Oh God! Someone upstairs is looking out for you because <laughs> uh, when when Will Smith did that, he his son tweeted something like, "That's how we do it," or something like that. <laughs> oh God! He's it, abs absolute worst. The only reason Mahomes. I know about Mahomes' brother is because of the stupid shit with Sean Taylor. No, he's he's brutal. He's equal. I mean, I I know that now because I was like, who the hell is this guy? And started like 
looking at his. He stuff. tried to like dox a small bar and grill because or, I, I did see that. Yeah, because because they couldn't accommodate a, his entire. They couldn't enti- accommodate his entire entourage without notice. Yeah, I did see that one. He, the, these kids are so entitled. It's disgusting. Yeah, my kid won't be like that. Maybe she will. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Better be famous if she is. Anybody else? Oh, hey, what about what about uh what about Jay Crowder? This guy's actually been pretty good lately. He has in the last two games 21% usage rate, 19% usage rate in this series. He's rebounding well, averaging about 11 rebound chances per game. He actually and, and he's played 36 minutes both games or each of the last two games. Game before that, only reason he didn't get to 33 minutes was a blowout. And then he would have got to around 32 had it not been for early foul trouble in the second half. So minutes are up, but really up the last two games. And he's playing well. Yeah, he's someone you and I were actually talking about him a little bit after the show yesterday, just as far as um, someone that is playing kind of in a different role in 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 the series than they were during the regular season. So again, you know, going back to that Tatum talking point yesterday, where um, obviously it was useless and he grabbed 13 rebounds, but I do put some stock into when, you know, three, four games into a a series against the same team, your rates are just different than, than normal. Um, I I do think at least some of it's by design. And so far Crowder has an 18.7% usage rate in this series. That doesn't seem high, but it's several points higher than normal. He has a 13.5% assist percentage, a 13.5% rebounding percentage. Um, He's just doing everything across the board. He's averaging one fantasy point per minute. Now you can't just look at that fantasy point per minute production because he he does have a 73% true shooting percentage. That is not going to continue. And when it drops off, the per minute production is going to fall. But the rates being up is certainly a good sign for Crowder in addition to uh, his playing time being up. 5,500, I think, is still a decent price tag for him. Similarly, you know, Mikel Bridges, you can just count on to play a lot of minutes. He was wildly disappointing last game only played 32 minutes but did deal with some foul trouble subbed out um three minutes and 36 seconds into the third quarter otherwise he would have played more his price tags come down a little bit to 5700 i think it makes him look uh very similar to like a dorian finney smith type play as well all right so we're going to close out this slate we're going to close out phoenix but i have a question for you and the chat and it's a fun one and everybody give me your best answer and, and let's try and not make it as traditional, like the obvious answers as usual. Adam, I'm going to ask you first. Jordan, I want your answer too. So you're sitting in the stands. You're this kid. You're drunk. Let's think, we're, not, we're not these people, but let's assume we are. You're drunk. And you're tapping them on the shoulder. You're doing the Happy Mother's Day stuff, but you don't actually know that they are the parent of a player. Who is the last parent you would want to find out that that is of the player? You get the question, right? Like, who's the last person when you you see like, oh no, that's Wait, the, so. That's so, so are mom. we asking? I mean, are, are you asking? You're asking the player though. I'm saying, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not, and I don't. Yeah, they go. Yeah, I, I was Beatrice like trying to Butler. think of no, anybody's of mom that I, I knew who it was. Right. I'm saying that. What player would you not want to find out that that is their parent? Yeah. They, um. James Johnson. I knew that was going to be. That's why I said that's everyone goes to the James Johnson thing because he does karate. I thought that was kind of off the board because I had to think about if he was even still in the league. I feel like you and I, maybe I thought because you and I've had this conversation. Yeah, you and I have talked about James Johnson. But like fighting before, who would you who would you not want it to be? Yeah. Yeah. James Harrison. Yeah. If it's NFL, James Harrison's one of the scariest dudes I've ever seen, man. He really is. Bobby Portis is a good answer. Oh, Bob. Yeah. Remember when he rocked Nikola Miritich in practice, broke his, literally broke his face. Yep. That's a good one. I'm trying to think, are there any other players that are just like, they don't have to be trained boxers, but they're just not guys. Isaiah Stewart's a good one. Who RJ Stewart, you said? Isaiah Stewart. Oh yeah. Isaiah Stewart. Yeah. I, oh, who did he go after? And, And then he came back through the tunnel. LeBron. Wasn't it LeBron? Yeah, it was right. Jordan, who's your answer? Uh, probably Damon Lillard because he 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 boxes a lot, so probably Dame. Dame, uh, okay. He seems chill though. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't be in that situation, but yeah. Arcatelza said Aaron Hernandez. I'd be fine. I'm not worried about a dead guy, pal. <laughs> uh, but if he was, wait, he's just gonna pull a, pull a gun out at at at, fit, at the 50 yard line and just start. 
firing. Uh, Josh Jordan. Josh just said that's the dumbest answer possible. My issue with Jordan's answers, like, I I think Damian Lillard, like, obviously he would still react, but like, I think he has a gap. Like, he at least has like a a like gap between the before the switch flips. I think there's a lot of guys that just like. I agree. I don't think so. I, it, it, a lot of, I don't know if you like, like if you follow Damian Lillard on like Instagram, Twitter, whatever, he boxes all the time. And I feel like Damian Lillard, he's from Oakland and yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'm all not, that shit. yeah, I'm not saying that like he wouldn't beat the living shit out of me. I'm saying that like, <laughs> I, I'm saying that at the end, just based on like his persona, I think he at least like is more within his head, I guess. Like he's, he's, I don't know. I, I don't think he like. I think he would at least have a second thought before he just like jumped in the crowd. Sure. Mine would be, and hear me out, Boban Marjanovic. Now, normally you'd say he's the nicest guy out there, right? And he is. But if it came down to something with his mom, if you flip a switch on that guy and he becomes the mountain Gregor from Game of Thrones, he would actually pop my head like a, like a water balloon. Yeah, but you could just run away from him. But if he catches me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drunk, remember? Oh, right, yeah. I'm drunk. If you see him storming, I honestly think he could pop my head like a balloon with his hands. Just like pick you up by it and your head just like comes off. Yeah, <laughs> do, do, I, I really think it's pop. Maybe not, but the size of his hand. Have you ever seen him next to his wife in those pictures? Uh, yeah, she is. Well, she's like normal sized and he's not. Pretty hot though. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That would be my answer. If if he caught me, Albert Hainsworth wouldn't bother running after you. That Jordan uh, Burkhead. That's the problem. That guy, unless you're paying him, you know, a hundred million dollars that he can do nothing for. Oh, Donis Haslam's a good one. Haslam's a good answer. Yeah, Haslam's a good answer. Uh, by the way, I do think Bobin might be the nicest person on earth. I just think that the idea of him coming in full Game of Thrones, Gregor Clegane style would be hilarious. Stephen Adams is a great answer, Sherman. Stephen, a- he reminds me of like this. You see him out there. It looks like a tribal warrior. Yeah. Big- OK, but but here's the thing with that one. It's the same issue I have with Lillard. Like, so I think it depends with somebody like Adams. I think it depends on what happens after he confronts me. Like. I think he's going to confront me before he beats the hell out of me. I think so you're are, saying there are other guys that would not think to use. There are other guys that would not ask a question that I think that's fair. Steven Adams has superhuman strength though. We've seen oh, yeah. him pick up opposing bigs and carry them. Oh yeah. Like, Edmund, right? Yeah. He carried him like a backpack. Can, I mean, amazing stuff. Can I change my answer? Uh, yeah, please. I'm going to go, I'm going to go to Montrez Harrell Montrez. That's a good one. I think that's yeah. a good answer. I'm going to change it. Yeah. yeah. That's a good answer. Okay. Boogie's and by the way, one. yeah. Oh, there it is. There it is. David Porter nailed it. I'm talking active players. Demarcus Cousins yeah. would murder someone in the state. He'd murder. He'd kill him. He'd kill him. We know he had some, you know, issues, grow, familial issues growing up. Uh, he's, by the way, one of my favorite players and personalities ever. Absolutely love him. So this is no slight on Cousins. Adam, you know DeMarcus Cousins would see red, wouldn't think twice, and you're done. You're you're yeah, gone. There's, you don't exist. Yeah, like like if Steven Adams is coming at me, I'd be surprised if you know he just walks up and punches me in the face, no questions asked. Boogie, I just assume I'm gonna die. <laughs> right. You assume there is no talking at all. No. And after he hits you the first time, he probably stomps your head in. Right. Yeah. There's there's no stop. I don't think there's any stopping. I don't think there's any talking. There's oh, dude. I miss so badly the DeMarcus Kings, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, Sacramento Kings days. Remember with him and Tyreek Evans? Those were some fun years, really fun years, even though they weren't good. They were such a fun team. Yeah, for sure. Anything else for Phoenix before we head out? Yeah, Cameron Johnson is only 3,900. He did benefit last game because of foul trouble for Bridges. Um, Also, just as as an aside, Paul fouled out in 23 minutes last game, so don't put any stock into his playing time or any of that. Um, but Johnson, you know, did benefit from Bridges foul trouble, but I think that on average, you're probably still getting around 20, 22 minutes from him at 3,900 uh, makes him look like a, a reasonable value on a slate that doesn't have much good value. All right. 
Well, this is fun. Everyone keeps saying Ron Art. Yes, we know Ron Art. Okay, yeah, yeah, I know. Current players. Current players. Who would you? Last question. Who would you be most happy that it was his mom? Uh, who would you be like? Oh, thank God. Yeah, I mean, I'm bigger than Isaiah Thomas. Um, I feel like he's size. scrappy though. Yeah, no. Okay, to be clear, every single one of these people beat the hell out of me. Um, For me, I think Matisse Thybul would just be one of those guys. Like, hey, come, hey Jay, come on. Just, I don't know. You think you, I, I could see it going either way with him? Luca, really? it has to be Luca. I, I don't really know anything about his personality. Okay, I know a decent amount about his personality just from watching all this stuff. He's like the nicest guy ever. Luca's um, mom. Luca's mom. Oh, you just you just think that because she's hot. <laughs> Uh, so you're like, and, I'll take my chances. Is that what you're saying? M yeah. Mikkel said, why are you talking about guys that can't actually fight? Because uh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter how well they, they fight. Any of them, if we actually get into a fight are going to dog me. I am yeah, just trying Eric to, a, Eric A just gave the best answer. Ben I'm Simmons. trying to avoid the ones ben that are going to ben Simmons. And kill me. Ben Simmons. Eric just gave the best <laughs> yeah, answer. That, that, that's, ben that's yeah. That's a great answer. But no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. All right, let's head out. We got the MBL, MLB strategy show coming. I know, Jordan, we're good. Don't worry. Don't worry. Coming up next. This has been fun. Appreciate you guys hanging out as always. Good interaction there as well. Hit that thumbs up before you go. Subscribe to the channel and stick around. Everything else coming up later today. Adam and I will be back with you at 530. Peace.